Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us. We're going to talk about who's leading what in the MLB. Leaderboard update. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy, his name is Jake. In the corner, we have producer Bug Bug Dude. And in California, with his family in the sun, is Trevor Plouffe. He's not with us today. He's not here. Quit asking us about it. We're also not live. Live. We're pre-recording. We are pre-recording this episode for everyone that joins us live on YouTube. It's a little different for everyone that listens on the podcast app. Same exact thing for you uh, because there's a big day tomorrow and Trev's in Florida and the Yankees have a day game. Jake, how are you doing? David, James, Trevor, and his family in Florida. I hope everyone's having a great day. Mm. Jim, I can't wait to find out about all of it. You know? You're just looking for answers. <laughs> Soul searching each and every day. I mean, BBD is here. Yep, he's, he's going to tell us about the league leaders. Yep, and then we're going to sell. We're going to tell you guys if they're hot or not. Yes, that's the something along the lines of what we're going to do. <laughs> our, like some Joe West, our most newest Patreon that we have to shout out. His name is Henry Ginder. It could be Ginder. Ginder. I I tweeted at him asking, is it Ginder or Ginder? No response yet from Henry. So we're going with Ginder because of all of our research. That's what made the most sense. But it could be Ginder. So we're not positive on what it is. But he's our most recent patron, and we thank him very much. Henry, yeah. HG. Hugh Grant. Let's go Ginder. Ginder is what I'm going with. It was hard to come up with a comp that was a hard G that didn't have a U or an R right after the G. It was all guinea pig or Guinness book. I guess gander is right there. Gander. Yeah. Goose and a gander. Would have been nice to know that earlier, BBD, when I asked you. Oh, it would have. When I asked you right before we started. Can we, get, can we have fun this episode? Okay. I know with Trevor, we're always... Buttoned up, and it's like, oh, you were a great third baseman, dude. Mm-hmm. Sure we can. And speaking of fun. Fun. FOCO. Our friends at FOCO, they are super fun because they got the most fun merch out there. F-O-C-O.com. John Boy 10 for 10% off on select products. Jake has a hat in his head right now. We've been wearing a lot of this stuff around the office. Um Want to prove you've got the collection of a champ? Check out Foco's massive selection of world-class bobbleheads. Bobblehead people are awesome. Find your passion and do it. Foco.com, one-stop shop for officially licensed fan merch. When I went, I just typed Yankees into the thing, and there were so many options. It was pretty cool. You can get 10% off on select products when you use code JOHNBOY10. So go to Foco.com slash baseball. That'll take you right there. Jake. You know what the deal is with the Foco gear? You've kind of won. When you wear it? Yeah. Big like time. if you show up and you've got the official mask of the MLB or you've got this party hat that I've been rocking. Even the outfit Trev was wearing. Another 
another person sees you and they're like, well, they got me today. Mm -hmm. Get folked up, Foco. I want to talk about this before we get into the leaderboard stuff. I want to talk about the Joe West, Paula Duca situation. Yeah, you're in in this. I mean, it's pretty wild, man. So the easiest 500 grand Joe West has ever earned Joe West umpire, Paul LaDuca, ex-Met and Dodger catcher. LaDuca was on a podcast and talking about stories. And he told this story about the, about how uh, Wagner bribed, Billy. what Billy Wagner bribed Joe West. Let me just actually like, let me find the quotes. Because I, I tried to say it on, when I tweeted about it because it's interesting. But, like, the actual quotes, Jake, like, listen to this. This is the story that LaDuca said. This is him talking. We're playing, like, a really tight game against the Phillies, and Billy Wagner comes in from the bullpen. I used to go to the mound every time and say, like, what's going on? And he's like, hey, Joe's behind the plate. Set up a couple more inches inside. I was like, are you kidding me? Joe hates me. He's like, no, 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 no. Joe loves me. I go, he hasn't given us the corner all game. He's like, don't worry about it. He literally throws 10 pitches and strikes out three guys. Joe rung up all three guys. Eight of the nine pitches were at least three or four inches inside. Not even close. Guys were throwing bats and everything. Joe walks off the field. I get back into the clubhouse, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened just now? And Wagner just winks at me. I'm like, what's the secret? He's like, eh, Joe loves antique cars, so every time he comes into town, I lend him my 57 Chevy so he can drive it around, so then he opens up the strike zone for me. Like a really detailed story that LaDuca told. Like very detailed. Vivid. Joe West never caught a single inning, or Joe West was never um, never umped a single inning with Billy Wagner pitching and LaDuca catching. So it just straight up didn't happen. What the hell, man? <laughs> Isn't that weird? And now LaDuca has to pay him a half a million dollars. The easiest lawsuit that was ever settled. And Joe West is like, I'm trying to get into the yeah. Hall of Fame of umpires. He's 60 games away from breaking the record for most games ever umped by an umpire. He will go into Hall of Fame. Everyone gives Joe West a lot of shit. They call him Angel Hernandez, but Joe West is a diva and makes the game about him. But whenever you ask a player, yeah. they like Joe West, and he's always gets good approval ratings of like his actual umping skills. It's just all the nonsense about him. So yeah. he is going to be a Hall of Famer. And this article, Jake, says that Hall of Fame umpires earn 250 k a year by doing speaking engagements and like card shows and signings. So Joe West is like, hey, this is terrible. Like that's yeah. horrible for my reputation if anyone thinks that's true. And you could fuck up all my career earnings after retiring and my Hall of Fame case. So they ruled in his favor. He gets half a million dollars. LaDuke is out. Jim, you know I specialize, like Charlie, mostly in bird law. Uh-huh. But for me, I mean, has there ever been a more open-shut case than this? Like, no. okay, let's check the facts on this one. First of all, never caught a game with him behind the dish, LaDuke behind the dish, and West calling it with Billy Wagner on the mound. That's the first funny business spell. Secondly, the defamation part of it is huge. Where Joe West can say like, yeah, you know, A, trying to be a Hall of Famer and remember the right way. So this completely false story really sucks. Mm -hmm. 
And then there was one other detail, but I'm a bad bird lawyer, so I don't even remember it. But, like, what the hell, man? Don't lie, kids. It's so weird. It may, like, the only thing I could think of is, like, LaDuca just had the wrong pitcher. Like, in his memory. Like, and obviously, I, I, I think LaDuca just made up a story because he's on a podcast trying to make up stories. Or, or, but what if LaDuca just had the wrong pitcher, and now he's out half a million dollars because he was actually thinking of a different Closer, well, that'd that, be like, and he's like, just can't remember who it actually was. Well, that's the thing. Just I, inserted Wagner as like a name because he couldn't remember who the actual pitcher was. So you went to pitcher. I mean, judging from Laduca's character and all that stuff, I'm guessing Laduca heard this from another catcher and just placed himself in the story. Maybe that makes more sense in my head. Billy Wagner's stats when uh, Joe West was his umpire. 12.2 innings, 1.42 ERA, 21 strikeouts. Not bad. Just a crazy story. You and know, the fact that half a million dollars. Yeah. Billy Wagner's considered like the most underrated pitcher of all time. Good for him. Isn't think, it though? Do you think he'd rather be considered just really good? I mean, probably. I think he's considered that, too. But, like, a lot of his numbers are absolute freak show. Royal Lloyd's reliever of the year. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, he's on the Hall of Fame ballot and stuff, and he was one. he's probably one of the more debated guys just because what, what's the value of a reliever, all that. I, so I, I had never looked at his baseball reference page before this last cycle because when he was big, he was in the National League when I was a kid, so I, I truly just didn't really notice him. I mean, his baseball reference page... He's really, really, really. Can I tell you why he should be a Hall of Famer? Tell us, Jake. His agent's name? You're not going to believe it. <laughs> That's Billy Wagner's agent name is Bean Stringfellow. <laughs> which looks like it's my current name in this outfit. <laughs> no, because Bean is like a nickname for... Uh... Hello. Bean is a nickname for like a skinny guy. Are you interested in signing Billy? And then Stringfellow. This dude better be very. He has to be 6'9, 140 pounds. He 6'2, 193. He he played. His full name is Thornton Bain Stringfellow. He played in the minors for Atlanta. Bean Stringfellow? Yes. That's not legal. It looks like it looks like his only client ever is Billy Wagner. I'm on his LinkedIn page. Now he's going to know I was looking at him. 50, 52 connections on LinkedIn. When, when when was Billy Wagner in the minors? Did this dude just they they were teammates in the minors and then he took him on? Wasn't that Scott Boris's thing? Bean Bean Stringfellow. <laughs> Bean Stringfellow was uh, in the minors from 85 to 89 with Atlanta. So how did, are they from the same area? Bean Stringfellow? They're both from Virginia. Yeah, uh, they're both from Virginia. He's he's only, he's only um, eight years older than Wagner. Bean Stringfellow. I did not realize how much... His first name is Thornton, though. So, like, how did he get that nickname? 
Looks like he was originally drafted by the Yankees in 1984. So. It looks like he went into real estate. Super airbrushed photo of him here. Bean Stringfellow. Oh, gives me the heebies. Here it is. Stringfellow goes from pitching to yogurt. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> Get that out of here right now. <laughs> oh, Stringfellow goes from pitching baseball to yogurt. Billy Wagner has the craziest Twitter handle I've ever seen. Is like it? a guy. Doing a BGO? No, like, I can't pronounce any of this. Okay. Try. Try your hardest. There's a link to it on his baseball reference, and he's a private account and verified. It's all very confusing. Um, At WAGSK13, would you see? So WAGS. WAGS makes sense. K13. Was he number 13? Yes. And then WJS underscore E. I don't know what that stands for. That's the really confusing part. Wags oh K thirteen. I can. His bio says happily married for twenty five years, father of four, struggling Christian. Jesus, I never seen struggling Christian on the on bio. The request to follow. You're requesting the follow. Yeah. Okay. Bean Stringfellow. Hello. The name's Bean Stringfellow. <laughs> 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 you just call me Mr. Stringfellow. <laughs> it's still weird. Anyway, all right. So that's the Joe West Laduca stuff. Very interesting move. And good for Joe West. Made a bunch of money. I'm happy for him. Do you have anything else you want to talk? 500K. Someone defame me. Yeah. Defame Jim. Uh, my life's kind of being defamed. It's like what I'm good at. Someone starts saying Jake doesn't suck. Just sue sue him. Pennies on the dollar. People think they're supporting you, and you're like, actually, that's my entire brand, and you're going against it, so you owe me five bucks now. I'll suck. You have anything else you want to talk about before we go to leaderboard? No. All right. Well, let's go to the leaderboard updates, which is brought to you by Magic Spoon slash Baseball. Grab a variety pack and try it today, and be sure to use our promo code Baseball at checkout to save $5 off your order. I had some this morning. Dude, I had I had the fruity. I had some last night at midnight. I finished the two boxes that Ooh. I started two days ago. I've eaten so much Magic Spoon cereal, and now I'm Do out, so I need it. We have some in the office, right? I might bring that home. Take it away from everyone else. It's fine. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Get a variety pack, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Fruity was my favorite by far. What's your favorite? Mm, I think... uh... The frosted hit some heartstrings. I forget how much as a youth I was into frosted. Like, I I combine the, fr- the fruity and when frosted the frosted Cheerios originally like became a thing. That was like whoa. whoa. So go to magicspoon.com slash baseball. Grab a variety pack. Uh, use code baseball. And you get five dollars off. All right, 
We're doing early leaderboard check-in. Who are we buying? Who are we not buying? What funny names are going to come in? BBD is going to list off the leaders. We don't know. We did not look. I know some just from paying attention and seeing tweets. What do you got? What category are you going to go first? Um, BBD. Well, I think to start off with, just there's four guys tied for the league lead in homers. Do you guys want to take a stab at naming them? Some surprises, some guys you might expect. Okay. League lead in homers. Mm. Can I guess the amount first? Yeah, yeah. This is this That's is an easy, easy part four. To guess. No, five. Yes, it's four April. Guys have five. It's April thirteenth at four p.m. Yeah. So this could change in an hour or two. Um, is Castellano still there? He is not. He is one of so many tied soft. with four. Buxton. Buxton is one of them. Buck Daddy. Did Cruz get to five? No, he is at four. <laughs> That's a cool noise. There's Thank you. Of the four, two are AL, two are NL. Hello, the name's Bing Stringfellow. Uh, Naquin. Next. Yep. Uh, okay, here's something. His name is pronounced Nakeen. Are we... I've got to quit. Can I call it 30-second time? I'm not, I'm not joking. Joey Votto came out and was like, hey, you guys have been saying his name wrong, and he didn't care to... Correct you. It's not Naquin. Naquin. It's Nakeen. And then the reporters went and like checked, and they're like, "Oh, it's Nakeen, not Naquin." So, fix yourself. You never know with Joey. That could be a long play. No, he's pranking everybody. No, he's a good guy. It's kind of like a. Like he only Zach pranks opposing never told fans. Anybody, he personally spells it with a K. Yeah, you have it happen a lot. Nakeen. Baseball reference still with the Naquin. Well, they're. I'm on to you, Votto. Like this week. I'm on to last you, Joey. Night. Last night. Last last night. A lot of time. If you, it, it was me. like it was like big on Twitter. You can't trick me, Joe. Good try. Here, here. Nakin, rather, Nakin. Nakin. I said that right. Nakin. Are you sure it's Nakin? I think it's Nakin. I think it's Nakin. If you ask him, it's French, if I'm not mistaken. You can laugh all you want, but I think it's Nakin. This is like from Anchorman. I speak French. It's Nakin. Anyways. So they thought he was joking and because right. of that. And then they went and um, like looked into it, and there was a bunch of uh, Reds Beer reporters. Right here. Trent Rosecrans? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Didn't we meet him at winter meetings with Lindsay Adler? He's friends with her? Maybe. Um, so they went and checked with his family, and it is how his family pronounces his name. Nakin. Or Nakin? I don't know. Tyler Naquin with five home Rude. runs. Rude. With five home runs. He's a Texas boy. It's Tyler Naquin now. Uh, do we, do we, are we excited for that? Like, yes, right? The is Reds there a offense swing is change? Crazy. Like, what's the Naquin story? He's on a team that cares now. Not kind of, not even really, though. I don't know. I can look into his numbers. Who are, who's the other leaders? Well, I, I mean, he's into... obviously hitting the ball hard and stuff. Is he a swing path guy? Someone let us know. The other two guys tied with five, J.D. Martinez and Ryan McMahon. Ryan three, three run homer for there. Martinez. Should I? Three homer day. For both of them. Yeah. And uh, the guy, there's a bunch of guys tied with four, Freddie Freeman, Wilson Ramos, Framo Reyes, Eduardo Escobar. Oh, Wilson Ramos off to a good start. That was a... Uh... Saw our guy Fuzzy tweeting about that. Jed Lowry and Wilson Ramos left the Mets doing well. They were good before, good after. His uh, Nakins launch angle is actually less. His career average is 10. Right now it's 8. 
but he's hitting his barrel percentage. His career average is eight this season so far, 21. So he's just barreling balls up. So I really don't know. Devers, Kyle, uh, Kyle Tucker, Nelson Cruz, Mike Trout, Nick Castellanos, Acuna all of four. The only thing I can think of with Nakin is that the Indians might have been trying to do small ball and, like, go the other way mm. and that stuff. And the Reds might have said, no, nah, dude, just swing as hard as you can. We, we, swing hard. We've heard stories like that a lot. Uh, Didi Gregorius. Dozier. The Reds, actually, Dozier, were trying to get him to go the other way with the ball, and then he went to a new team or got a new hitting coach. And they're like, no, just swing how you naturally swing and swing hard. So maybe that could be it. Hmm. He good. So out of the out of those four, who who would you bank of having the most? JD Martinez. JD. By the end of the season. Nakeen Naquin. Buxton. Buxton, I like. And McMahon. Buxton. I yeah, I mean, you lean JD yeah. just for just the on track home, pure record. Homers. Yeah. Buxton, man, is doing stupid stuff. I know we've run into him a few episodes, but I think, A, he just home. Did he homer in this game? So does he now he have six? Oh, he hit a double. That's right. Update, it's it's Henry Ginder. <laughs> Ginder. Ginder. Hargy. Ginda, Ginda. Um, dude, Buxton is... Just annihilating the ball. Good. He's been he's been sneaky, like good the last couple years, and now it kind of feels like this is the year it's all I full mean, coming together. His last forty seven games, he's on a sixty three homer pace. So watch out, because you can get all those inside the parkers watch too. Out. Watch out. Bye, all right, Daddy. what what leaderboard category are we going to next? Uh. Well, my eye goes to to the batting average on base percentage area, but it's your mean Mercedes is still, still batting five hundred. He is, yeah, because he went like you know after going eight for eight, he went zero for eight or something like that, or one for eight. Oh, he's balling still. Yeah, at least entering today, five fifty six OBP, five hundred batting average. How many people have um, a batting average over four hundred still? Ten. Oh, okay. Entering I thought today. it might be a lot more. And there could be more people. It doesn't. I see no indication. There's a more of a tie there. But what do you think? Her min, your min ends at. Your mean. I mean, he might not even get full season of play. Yeah, the whole thing's so bizarre. I mean, you got to run him out there. He's 28. Big boy. I'm finishing this year like 475, something like that. Drop down a little bit. I don't know, man. Who knows with this guy? I mean, I the thing with baseball that always scares me is none of these stories ever end with, like, they changed baseball. Like, normally this story ends with, well, the league found out curveball away. He doesn't hit that. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just interested to ride the wave. And I think he's going to get at-bats throughout, right? I mean, who's challenging him for playing time? I don't know. It's, uh, so I mean, right now. He's hitting, so the, his worst batting average is on breaking balls, and it's 286. I mean, Eloy got hurt. This guy's plugged in for him in the DH spot. The guy's competing for time. Zach Collins, Andrew Vaughn, if he figures it out at some point, Jake Lamb. 
Nick Williams is starting in left field. Like, this dude's going to get a full season of at-bats in the middle of this White Sox, like, really solid lineup. He has not struck out on a fastball yet. Like, the strike three pitch has not been a fastball yet in his however many plate appearances. 40. I've got him being an all-star. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be really fun. Yeah. That'd be the feel-good story of the all-star game. It'd be like when Jesus Aguilar was an all-star. Do you think he can handle the, the air in Denver? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Why not? I don't know. It's tough. I didn't like it. Like, okay, this will be a, a talking baseball deep cut, but when Jesus Aguilar made the all-star team at age 28, yes, everyone was, like, dapping him up, like, dude. Like, we knew... Everyone who knows you knew this was going to happen at some point. We were just waiting. And I think that's what people will say about Yermin. They'll be like, oh, this dude, I remember him. Everyone just wondered when it was going to happen, and now it's here. All right, I love it. Congrats on the All-Star. Have we heard a story of, like, was there, like, some adjustment he made? or? No, I think he just got promoted. Finally got the chance. I mean, certainly wouldn't be the first guy to put it together at 28. It's like that happens in baseball. Do you want to know what his like? Um, we kind of put it together at twenty eight. Yeah, twenty seven, twenty eight. No. Do you want to know what his um, numbers are in the minors? Eight seasons in the minors, six hundred and seventeen games, three hundred two batting average, three sixty six on base, four ninety one slugging, eight fifty seven OPS. It's interesting. The slugging wasn't there. The slugging's there right now. Took so long. So weird, man. This guy has done nothing but hit. Yeah. Isn't that so... Oh, this is what got us with Luke Voigt and Mike Talkman. Sorry, Yankees references, but that's the team we like. But you go and you check these guys' minor league numbers, and it makes you... It drives you insane. If you're a fan of another team, and I guess this had to be an AL team... And same thing kind of with Luke Voigt. He plays an okay first base. These guys just needed opportunities. And there's so many teams that run dudes out there who aren't it. It's like, how did how did the Oakland A's never trade for this guy? Dude, that's the problem. They when you when um we talked to Trev about it before, once and there's a book I read that talked all about this. Uh once you crack that 40 man roster. You can bounce around for a while on 40-man rosters because you've done it. They just see you as an MLB. We're getting trending away from this a lot yeah. because right now it's all about having prospects and minimum wage and controlled guys. But a while ago, I read a book. I forget what it was. And they listed some players that were never good yeah, but had 10-year careers. Who was that second baseman that put them on blast? It was a second baseman in one of the classics they were playing in the office. It was a really funny name for, like, the Tigers or the Blue Jays. Short second baseman. Played for 10 years, and we were looking at his numbers, and, like, he was never good. I don't know. I don't want to throw a name out there. Yeah, right. He's a guy being not good. Uh, who's a... I forget. It was a short like second. a fun last name? Yeah, it's a fun name. It's short second baseman. 10 years. First thing that came to mind was Aaron Hill, but I, he, I'm Ooh. pretty sure he was actually good. He had a couple good ones. No, Jake didn't even know this guy's name. No, I, I think there's... 
long career. It's why Jeff Mathis has become popular on the internet, and it's recently changed with middle middle infield as well. Those guys could stick around for a decade just if you were good defensively. Like, they didn't care if you hit. And I, I think there are a lot of those guys, and baseball is kind of getting away from that. Congrats on retiring, Jeff Mathis. Congratulations. All right, what's the next category? Well, I kind of want to stick to just reading some names that are still yeah, who else a is couple hit? weeks in. I mean, Buxton's well, obviously up there. JD's obviously up there. Cedric Mullins is kind of a surprise of oh, this yeah. season. He's been, he's been hitting. Happy for him. He was a big prospect. It, yeah. it didn't work out at all, and now he's going. Keep it up, yeah, dude. OBP is at 512. I mean, how old is he now? He's... 26. 26, okay, he's older than I thought. I thought he was like still 25, and it's like, oh, that's pretty normal. Okay, so not as much, but he's hitting now. Tyone, Tyone had a good quote when he homered, when he homered off Tyone in his first start with the Yankees, and he was like, yeah, I gave him the I gave him the changeup, which is my fourth best pitch. He did nothing to deserve that, and that was just funny. Yeah, that was Tyone's quote. He's like, I was cursing myself. He did nothing to deserve that. <laughs> You nothing to deserve that. Funny. It's a really funny phrasing there. But he's doing, he's playing really well this year. Yeah. The he other did, he deserved it. And the other names that stick out on, on the still hitting over four hundred, Omar Narvaez, mm. that four forty, and uh, Philip Evans on the Pirates has been people have been chattering because his I think he's also got like some crazy hard hit stuff. I saw that picture going around. If you look at his his uh, baseball savant page, you might find some stuff you like. Philip Evans. Another 28-year-old. What if we compare his career to Evan Phillips? Ooh. What about that? Let's just see who's the better. I mean, obviously this is a natural battle. One's a pitcher, though. So that's hard. I mean, they got to face each other? They might. No, Baltimore doesn't play Pittsburgh. They face each other in spring training, I think. Did they? So a, and it was a thing already? Yeah. for a day. Okay. Who won? P. Evans 28. Kyle? Looks like a fake Twitter account, but they're giving him credit, so happy for that. Okay. Yeah, they did face each other. That's cool. I mean, they know. When we interviewed uh, Ian Happ, we asked him, like, when you faced Jay Happ, did you know? And he was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, we knew. It was on. A Happ bowl. Yeah. All right, what are we going to next? We're going to end up in a team stat. I'm, I'm just looking at just team home run leaderboards. Cleveland's third in the league. Well, Nakin isn't yeah. there anymore. Correct. <laughs> and he left. He's on the Reds, who are who lead all of baseball. Cleveland's third. Fran Mill. They're middle of the pack in total runs scored, so kind of fake. And everybody's within 10 of each other. So they're just hitting a ton of solo shots? Who's hitting them? Roberto Perez with too early. Good for him. Yeah, pretty balanced outside of Fran Mill. Fran Mill's got four. Luplo should have three. Those sons of bitches. Mm. CSing MFers. Hmm. Austin Hedges has one. Yu Chang doesn't have any yet. Chang yet. Naylor off to a bad start. Yeah. Odd look. Not a regular season guy. No. No, odd look looks like, the, only. looks like the Cheshire Cat. Cheshire Cat. Okay. 
Red Sox are just hitting, man. 58 runs scored. That is up there in the league lead. Third. Tied for second with Houston. All of baseball. Nice. What about, like, OPS? As a team, got to pull. Or as individual. I think the Reds were up there because they were bombing. Yeah. Do it. Do like individual OPS. Who's leading in I'll triples? Go there as well. Ooh. Reds are leading in team OPS. Then Dodgers, Houston, usual suspects. Boston, Red, yeah. Minnesota. So good for the Reds. I mean, a team that was dead last year, early on. Yeah, say. baseball. Triples. We have any fun triples? Does anyone have two? Does anyone have two triples oh, yet? Four guys have two triples. One guy has three triples. Whoa. One guy has three triples already? Yeah, and you will never guess him. Okay. Is he's he not a, in my book? He is on the Colorado Rockies. Hampson. No. <laughs> he's the only guy that I thought you might guess on that team. Tapia? Chris Owings. Owings. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's on the IL right now, so that sucks. Three triples, three huh? Three trips. He's got three Owings. triples. The other, he the had other so he had one on opening day, and then he had one on the seventh, then one on the ninth, which are the last two games he's played, and then no more. No home runs, three doubles, three triples. Damn, he's hurt now though. The other guys with two triples: Jake's guy, David Peralta, Gavin mm. Lux, great train, and Shohei Otani. Wow, did Gavin Lux hit his triple in Colorado? Ooh. No, we just funny business. Just call illegal. Yeah. He hit his triple in in he hit bo- Gavin Lux hit both his triples in Colorado. So of course. We're, we're on to something here. Big outfield. For all to hit his triples. Have they oh each other yet? boy. Don't don't tell me Peralta no. hit his triples. No. In Colorado. Can't. I'll freak out. Don't tell me. One of them was in Colorado. <laughs> One of his two. So how many triples has Colorado seen? Can you do, like, stats per ballpark? I might be able to it's do that. It's a big that. triple ballpark. That's so funny. Did you guys see Otani hit one, like, 119 off the bat? Yep. He's really good. I think those no- – someone said those numbers are cooked a little bit with the new technology they're using, but they said, like, it's still 117 or and a half, so that's still insane. Yeah. Why why are they cooking those? What do you mean? Comparatively to last year? Just like the I don't know if they switched out technology or what they did, but hmm. What's another fun category to go to? Well, you asked about OPS. Mhm. Uh Buxton who I think has multiple hits today already, but he entered today with a 1.7. 1. JD 7. Martinez was second, 1.5, 1.58. Acuna's ju- just under 1.5, 1447. I'm DMing baseball reference. Is there a page okay. where I can see stats per ballpark for the season thus far? Like how many example triples have been hit in cores? And all other fields. They should have that. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like Coors has 90% of the triples this season. Ballpark splits. Not by team. 
Not by team. MLB splits. Ballpark splits, baseball reference. All right. Uh, should we do some pitching ones? I know that Garrett Cole leads in strikeouts. I haven't. I do have one team stat kind of earmarked. Okay. Uh, similar to, and Garrett Cole's very closely related. The Yankees lead the league in K percentage as a pitching staff and by like 3%. They nice. have 32.7% K rate. Padres are in second hey. at 30. Strike three. Entering today. You're out. You're out. Four eyes. What about home runs given up? Mm. How about my dude Boyd? Hasn't given up a home run in three starts. It's a stud. It's turned a new leaf. Well, the Tigers, as a team, have surrendered the most home runs. Mm. 18. Trying to find individual leaderboards. Find out this ballpark stat. Driving me nuts. Man. Well, I found like ESPN has park have, factors and they have that the park factor, Bush Stadium ranks number one in allowing triples so far this season, but it's not like how many have they allowed. It's four point five zero zero. So like Yeah. Jesus Christ, guys. Stop doing math. There there are three pitchers in baseball that have given up more than three home runs. All three were opening day starters. Say that again. There's been there's three pitchers that have given up more than three home runs this year. All three of them were like coming into this year considered the best pitcher on their team. So they all they most all started starts. opening day. They've had the most. Starts. They've had the most starts. Although one of them has two of them have only started two games, but one of them started three. Granky's given up four. Max Scherzer's given up four. Marco Gonzalez has given up five. He's the one that's been mm. actually bad. The others are, they are who they are. Granky throwing fifty one. Right down the middle. That's so cool. Has he revealed his full mindset on that? No, I don't know. I don't, he doesn't talk to anyone. Yeah. I was so I was talking with my new friend Bill Hader and Flex. he was saying we were he's he sent me that video and then we're trying to we were trying to figure out what other characters are in baseball right now. Like if Ken Birds did a documentary uh and we were watching it. 50 years from now, who else would get like that he was larger than life? Like we were joking like he's and sometimes told the opponent what pitch was coming. Yeah. Or, you know, and often he would throw a pitch as slow as he could he with two strikes. He and should be Puig. That's what I said. So I had yeah. Puig as number two. Um, but then I was I could not think. And, and uh, 10 years ago, there's a lot of characters because you had like Brian Wilson, Heath Bell, like a lot of the closers. Yeah. Like have closers lost their character of late? A little bit. Liam Hendricks is bringing it back. I don't um, know what he does on the field. He's not. Yeah, I guess he is. He's a little zanier. Um, but there used to be a lot more if you're like. There used to be weirdos. There's not weirdos. a ton of weirdos no. anymore. Like Turk Wendell. Yeah. Like I did. I did a list of like baseball's best characters and there, no one was modern. There's, I guess there's an element of like now kind of everyone's willing to let their weird out a little bit. Yeah, so, and it has yeah. to be genuine. Like Dietrich wearing a bee suit, that's not yeah. actually like a character. That's just him. That's him choosing to do something weird. So I think it's Granky. Granky is like, yeah. he, he, you could read about him and his antics, and it would feel like you're reading about an 1890s ball player, Rube Wendell. I mean, that's what I want to know. Like, did he, does Granky see something in a scouting report? And see, like this sucker on o one on one o pitches. If he sees a pitch start above his shoulders, 
he will not swing at it. Like, I need to know. I need to know. Or does he just do it? Um, There's got to be something. There's got to be something. Can I go, like, something I can do here on this is I can go find all the pitches he's thrown sub 70 mile per hour. He just knows no one's ever going to sit on that, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think he knows he can get away with it. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe he knows, like, there's a guy who just doesn't swing it off speed pitches in this count. So that's when he dials up. So the, the one yesterday he was... twists the knife a little bit. The one yesterday was a 1-0 count. He, or, yeah, 1-0. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, does that guy only sit fastball 1-0 or something? Okay. Um, Let me see. I want below 70 miles per hour. Below 65. I'm getting my greater than and less than signs confused it's here. tough. It's not so, easy. So, oh, fucking. Yeah, I got to go to 65. It says he's thrown... It said he'd thrown like a thousand pitches below seventy miles per hour. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Yeah. So I have below. All right, he's thrown sixty-seven pitches since twenty fifteen below sixty-five miles per hour. He does it a lot. Dials it down. Let's see. I can do graph, and we can do count breakdown. All right. So here he is. When he throws a pitch lower than sixty-five miles per hour. Pie graph is being made. This goes from 2015 mm. until now. Pie graph still being made. <sighs> Never mind, I guess. Felt so close. It did. It felt really close. It's so many pitches. I think that's the problem. I, I my assumption is it's a batter tendency and not a grinky tendency. Okay. Yeah, looks like he's throwing it. Hmm. He's throwing it twice in three one. <laughs> <laughs> he's done it twice in three run three one, one two, four times in a three zero count. Oh, some of those are intentional walks. Mm. Okay. We might have to come back to the table with these numbers another time. Yeah. Yeah. He does it a lot. When did they take away the intentional walk and say, just take your base? I think 20. 16 was the first year without it. Built the fours. I don't know. No other. Uh, I think 16 was the turning point. Bauer's probably the other guy that fits into the just like character category with yeah. Frankie Puig. There's, just, there's enough stories about no, him. Yeah, if you're, if you're doing the you're, documentary. You're right. It's just not. One time he hurled the ball to center field. It's not fun-loving like Granky is. I don't think Granky there's anyone. does it for him. I don't think there's anyone that has. That, I don't think Granky has haters right now across the league. Yeah. Bauer is a character, but he's very divisive. In the dock. 
Um, all right. Anything else we want to do? Any other leaderboards we need to look at? Do you want to hear about the, the saddest players in the league? We've been hit by the most pitches. Yes. Mm. But here's a really funny stat. So out of all the 34 pitches from the last the last three seasons, so it's 19, 20, 20, and 2021, short season and then even shorter today, he's thrown 34 pitches. Okay. 65 miles per hour or lower. Guess how many have been hit? Two. Zero. Zero hits. I mean, eight have been put in play, but zero hits. (laughs) That's so cool. Uh, Four called strikes. Four whiffs. Oh, boy. And we lost him. That's funny. All right, hit by pitch leader. Yeah. Well, Mad Bum has hit the most batters with three. But Love that. That's what, is, what are they going to do about Mad Bum, man? Yeah. Don't know. And the batters getting hit by the most pitches. Six guys have been hit by three or more pitches so far this year. The leader, Ooh. only one guy's been hit by four, and that's Nick Solak. Damn. He's leading the league in strikeouts, too. Believe so. That's two fun categories. He's having a brute. That's like a nightmare. He leads start. the league and going back to the dugout, pretty upset. Yeah, He's having a bad time. Leaving the batter's box upset. And the other guys with three: Roman Quinn, Wilson Contreras. That was kind of a story recently. Did a breakdown. <sighs> Dude, the Damn. Wilson Contreras break uh, getting hit in the elbow montage is really funny. It's good on Chris Rose's rotation, too, when they talked about that. Yeah, Brought was like, it's, it doesn't even stand that close. Yeah. It's just that's his weakness, and guys miss. It's funny. The other guys with three, Gallo. <laughs> so two Rangers, we believe. Gallo, uh, Ty France and Jonathan India. Gallo struck out on a 65 cranky pitch. About that. I mean, that's still like a baseball pitch. Yeah. Th- this That one to Senzatello right here. Yeah, he's messing with the Oh, two. Yeah. In a tie game. Bunt. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Cool. Well, there you go. There's some early leaderboards. What did we learn? Your men still doing the th- damn thing. I have him being an all-star now, so that's big for me. White Sox fans, what up? Buxton. Loriano, not mentioned. Leading the league in stolen bases with seven. Wow. That's a lot. This yeah, sec- second place is four. Who's so leading? Loriano's going this year. Who's, has anyone been caught stealing like three times? Caught yet? stealing leaders. Let me see if this is on the screen. I don't know if I can find it. It should be just bad. Oh leaders. yeah, only one person has been caught stealing twice in this young season. Didi Gregorius. Man, I feel bad. I did not know this gentleman's name until right now. Oh, who is it? Eli White. Dude, I saw his name the other day because we were. I was looking at the Rangers lineup for something, yeah. and I saw Eli White, and I was like, what is that name? Eli White, your left fielder for the Texas Rangers, drafted out of Clemson. 11th round pick. <laughs> hey, you're a leader, man. Last two games. Got me beat. That's funny. All right. Well, that's a little leaderboard update, midweek update, little uh, insertion episode. Cause, tre- oh, Trevor's gone. We got a busy Wednesday. Yankees are early Wednesday. We just got their lineup for tonight, so we got to oh, go to pregame show. Hell yeah! 
See you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Appreciate you, each and every one of you.